0: I just want to do it for fun. I just want to do this for fun. Let's go do this for fun. And it's like, okay, you also want to win the game, but I'm glad you said that you want to do this for yeah. fun.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Survivor at Home podcast. This is neither Alex, nor Luke, nor Andrew, nor Jordan. In fact, this is Kel Sherman, a frequent Survivor at Home guest and a longtime Survivor at Home player. I am hosting with my good friend, Lynette Martin. Hello!
0: Thank you, Survivor (laughs) at Home, for having me. host or co-host this podcast with Kel, I feel very honored and privileged to be here. So thank you to the listeners for being willing to upload this podcast on a Friday morning, whatever you're doing.
1: Yes, yes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you you may have heard Lynette and I previously on different podcasts. And if you want to get a bit more familiar with us, uh, please go to the Survivor at Home webpage and view our intro videos (laughs) and see how we've done. Uh, But (laughs) before we really jump into things, uh, why don't we get to know each other just a bit better? So, Lynette, why don't you talk a bit about yourself?
0: Sure, I mean, okay, so I got involved here with the Survivor at Home community through Andrew and Steph. Um, My own personal journey with Survivor, I think I have mentioned this on the podcast before, um is watching you know that first season because <clears throat> I think it came out when it was like the ripe age of 12 or something and then I fell away until Adam's season didn't start watching again but since Adam season I don't think I've missed a season since then and um that's yeah my kind of relationship with Survivor maybe that wasn't your question Kel <laughs> Maybe you wanted me <laughs> to say something different
1: there. I know just a bit more about who you are as a person, but you know, your relationship with Survivor 2 is important to the podcast.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Tell, tell us about yourself.
1: Well, okay. Just on, I guess, piggybacking off of what you were sharing. So I am a huge longtime fan of this show. I started watching it when it came out a season one. I think I just turned three. Um, so I was pretty young. <laughs>
0: No. Okay. okay no, that's probably okay. like
1: 13 or so. Uh yeah. Okay. So I Okay, I, I, if we're
0: doing math, you were 14 and I was 12
1: uh, sure. Okay. I was 14. So I guess the yeah. listeners can do the math and figure out my true age. But regardless, I've been a long time fan of the show. I watched the first couple of seasons and then my family actually didn't have TV for a while. And so I missed out on a few seasons. And I didn't get back into the uh, the Survivor show until Cook Islands. I was driving down the road. I was in, in a pa- I was a passenger uh, in a car, and they're talking about Survivor Cook Islands, and it's uh, white people against black people against Asian people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Um, and so I was like, oh yeah, that show Survivor. And so uh, I was tuned back in by just the outrageous theme of that season, and I have not looked back since. So, and wow. you know, even Quan yeah right i that season probably not fly in 2023 but um it pulled me back in and i went back rewatched every season that i missed since then i've hosted live survivor games for my friends for my birthday uh i've ran online seasons of survivor i participated in seasons including survivor at home i've flown to seas- uh, cities solo to go to live shows i've met survivors um, you know, some guys really like NFL, NHL, that kind of stuff. I like, Surviv- I like, love Survivor. It's, it's a huge part of my life. So I'll, I'll stop topic- talking about that. Uh, well, but- no, but
0: I do want to say, I am very happy to be hosting today with you because I feel you, like you have a wealth of knowledge that not only I can learn from, but everybody else who's listening, you know, Kel has the facts. Kel has, I had no idea about that Cook Island stuff. So glad to hear, I mean, that's what roped you back in and you're it, still it in
1: yeah yeah so uh the winner of that season Yul kwan was on winners at war and it was it was so exciting to see him back he is such an, an icon a legend of the game so uh but how do how do we know each other
0: right okay so yeah we did yeah right um we met a long time ago i think uh, again that age of 13 or 12 13 that age um range is when I think we first met we started going to youth group together at church here in Sioux Lookout and we somehow connected became really good friends I remember thinking oh and then we stayed connected throughout high school we went to the same call Christian small Christian private college together and uh, we just maintained yeah. that friendship throughout the years and I just want to say Kel-, Kel is one person that like I remember as a teenager being like, me and Cal could talk for hours and hours, like hours and hours. Like one time we went out on the lake with a few other people in this boat, in this paddle boat, just way out in the middle of the lake, just chatting. So
1: yeah, that's how I would
0: describe our friendship.
1: Yeah, fast friends. We could talk for hours about nothing. Uh, I could, and to just go back to rewind, I think what really connected us is our shared OG Cree heritage. Uh, We're both half indigenous and really connect with that. Um, and I think you were one of the first OG Cree people that I met. And so that really brought us together. And oh, I, didn't, wait, funny... I didn't
0: know that. I didn't know that fact. Oh. Cause like, I know that like, like, we obviously are both our mothers are like OG Cree or first nations. So I think in that way, I feel like, yeah, you're right. We both are half. Yeah, that and... was
1: like 20 that's years ago. Point. So I, I believe that you would forget that, but that's okay. So one <laughs> other fun story from, uh, our youth group days, I remember, so our youth leader, Kristen, she had a debate night and uh, we were paired together and we had to defend euthanasia, which is to say assisted suicide, not young people in the continent of Asia. And I remember one point that we came up with was to de- in our defense of euthanasia, which we don't you know what by necessarily today, who knows, is that, you know what, sometimes you just need to thin the herd. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: I actually forget Damn. about that like I that memory I must have blocked out because now that you're talking I'm like oh my gosh like I do vaguely vaguely remember that but um <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Oh no.
1: is that a normal youth group activity to do just a debate I don't, I, I don't know. know
0: we cannot do that old either but anyways that is anyway, funny. And, uh,
1: you know from that I think me and you also love to debate topics in general so we like right, to right. spar, uh, with wit, uh, see who comes right. out. Me and you, and your sister Rochelle sometimes get in, gets in there as well. Oh,
0: for sure. Yeah, Rochelle definitely gets in there.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. So are uh Rochelle Lynette. Uh, tell us about your Survivor at Home experience. So playing in the game Survivor at Home, the game that Andrew, Ironside runs, uh, SurvivorHome.com. Please go check it out. Uh, you're a two-time player.
0: Yeah, two-time player. And yeah, um, first season, again, I have mentioned this on the podcast before, so I'm not going to get super into detail, but first season I played with season three, um, it, was, it was like COVID or the second time that Andrew had, oh no, wait, two, okay, I'm getting the dates mixed up. But anyways, I just remember it was like the first maybe summer of COVID, if that makes sense, but I don't know how that works. Anyways, played it, played season three, got booted out like um second vote. I felt like I was the first vote because Lindsay went first I didn't know who the other team had picked due to like a massive power outage. <clears throat> Came back in to the game through the vote in vote out challenge and then ended up making it to the end at final tribal three. And I won that season.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. Um, Just <laughs> Hold on. So what's it like to, you know, there's 16, you're, you're among 16, very competitive people you're going into this two-night adventure, one of you comes out on top. Um, spoiler alert, I've never won any of these games. What's it like to win, to be the sole survivor, to be the one that people, cho- like What? what is that like? Tell me, please.
0: Oh, question. I mean, for me, I found it super overwhelming because I felt, I think getting voted out and then getting back in, you kind of feel like, well, you know, I didn't play the full game. Like I didn't really deserve this championship or deserve to be crowned the survivor, uh, the outwit that last outplay survivor. And so I remember like going into tr- final trouble council three and thinking, okay, I want the best player to win this game. And so I had picked, you know, um, John Wani to come with me to the, cause I was like, he, he's a good player. He should come to the final trouble three. And then I sent Tyler to fire, which, was a, I think I had to. Otherwise, I think Tyler, if I had just brought him in, he could have convinced the council to vote him as the survivor champion that season. It worked out that we had John Wani, Tyler, and me. And I think it split the votes really great in my favor. So it felt amazing because it was like, woohoo I can't believe I did it. And I think to get to that path, um, I relied on a lot of great people, like my go-to Alliance Brooke. And so, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's crazy, amazing, overwhelming.
1: I can't even imagine, but I hope to someday actually. So Tyler Simcoe went to fire twice. That is wild. That is a wild fact about Tyler. Um, yeah, good trivia yeah. fact.
0: Good, yes, good survivor at home trivia good, fact
1: there. Yeah, good survivor at home trivia fact. And then you most recently played again. And did you win?
0: Right. Oh, no, I got voted. I was on the... I mean, for those of you who are interested in Survivor at Home, the last season was really cool. The way it was designed by Andrew and Katie was finalists versus fresh faces versus, wait, newcomers? No, first faces. Shoot. finalist Kelvin, I'm- Familiar Kelvin. faces. Thank you. Familiar faces, first timers. Yep. Thank you. First timers. There we go. And yeah, no, I did not make it far. Our team, our tribe just, we tried, but- and Kelvin, or Kel, tell me about your journey here. Your
1: yeah, in summary, um, I am a four-time Survivor at Home loser. So your sister, Rochelle, invited me to play in the second season of Survivor at Home. Um, I only knew Rochelle, so it was very overwhelming to come to the game. And know absolutely no one feeling that everyone else has some connection. And which is not true. I mean, uh, not everyone is, you know, really good friends. They're all from Southern Ontario, but they're not necessarily connected. Um, But I had a very great experience uh, and just met a lot of great people, uh, even though I, you know, made it probably just past the merge. Um, Yeah, I still really value the time that I did play, uh, you know, meeting Alex Street, London Steve, Steph Ironside, uh, Katie Ironside, people who just have been a large part of this uh, survivor at home community. Um and then of course, going to season three, lost, season four, lost it again. Uh, and then the, <laughs> this most recent season, uh, no one wants to hear those stories. Uh, season, I believe season f- five, uh, being part of the first timers, it was myself, Steph Ironside, uh, London Steve, Melinda and John M. Uh, and we were a very dominant force. We did not go to tribal council at all the f- during the first night. So we all made the merge. And so, uh, one one thing about not going to tribal council and survivor and maybe survivor at home, is that you don't really get to test your relationships and you don't really get to see where loyalties really lie. And so, when the first timers made it to the well the merge, I guess, um, I never really had an opportunity to talk with other people or really meet other people. And uh, some of the people that I wanted to work with, maybe like you and Alex and others who've gone out pre-merge, were gone. And maybe other people that I wanted to work with, uh, uh, Luke Hildebrand and Andrew Bragg, I, you know, they weren't really talking to me. And so I had to just, you know, okay, these are my five. Um, and Steph and Melinda, who (laughs) were on my drive, uh, I guess they had other things in mind and it did not include me, which is okay. Um, but, I made it to the top six, which is the best that I ever did. And I was going to uh, ask yeah.
0: you, what is the best position you ever got to? So top six, yeah. face, and I think you were part of Familiar Faces, not first-timers, right?
1: Oh, sorry. If I said first-timers, yes, I was part of the Familiar Faces. So okay. uh, the people who never made it to the finals, but have played before, some Familiar Faces.
0: Yeah. Well, close. And
1: six so is close. Six is close. Uh, and I highly encourage anyone who is out there who has never... You know who's a fan of the show, but who has ne- not necessarily played in an online version. Play one of these games. It is such an empathy-building experience, at the very least, to understand what the players on the TV show Survivor. Of course, you know it's very different. You're not on TV with millions of people watching and real money at stake. But the relationship aspect, the stress of it all, it really puts the show in perspective.
0: That's yeah, so true. Like when your tribe goes to tribal council, you're like, whoa, what am I gonna do? and it's really a lot of stress and anxiety but a lot of fun but wait whoa so much fun which so much does fun. that lead yeah. us into this episode
1: yeah yeah the whole reason that we're here so Lynette uh broad thoughts on maybe the premiere last week and just overall uh this season season 44 what what are you thinking
0: okay broad thoughts so um the premiere I thought was great I was like concern for how many medevacs took place during that first episode i think they had kind of they did touch alex and luke touch base on that last week because that was so abnormal that so many people got hurt immediately um but i'm really looking forward to this cast i think this cast is great i think there's lots of good characters and i in preparation for tonight looking at, you know, my own thoughts and then going on Twitter. Yeah, people are just um, loving the people that we get to watch play Survivor this season. So I'm very excited. What about you, Kel?
1: Yes, yes. I'm so excited for the season and I love the editing and the premiere and just seeing everyone, uh, you know, they're excited. They're like, ah, (laughs) you know you just have this like super cut of people freaking out and that like that would be me on survivor just having like a geeked out moment i'm just like i'm here my feet are in the sand and i'm meeting people and i
0: and falling out of the boat
1: (laughs) oh yeah poor jamie what a like they could they did not have to include that they did jamie
0: Jamie. they aren't treating jamie very nice i feel like so we can oh, get into I, that
1: this episode yeah we can get into that i i completely disagree but oh but, okay let me hear it yep <laughs> oh no we, we yeah we can we can maybe i don't know jamie isn't really in my opinion uh an all-star of a player but uh you know what why don't we, we uh jump into because that's um, how
0: they're depicting her cow okay yeah, yeah that's how you go ahead her, the,
1: the edit of it all okay so uh first off no previously on survivor has seemed to abandon you know the previously on survivor which which i really like sometimes they integrate what happened in the episode Um, Right away, or the last episode right away. Um, But uh, what I do like is uh, when the show opens with immediately after the the vote, and we're back on Ratu, it's the tribe is there and they're talking about what happened so uh we immediately hear from matthew he's very happy with the direction of tribal he's saying you know brandon's idol was flushed maddie was voted out by a single vote two shots in the dark were played uh lauren did not vote uh she banked her vote Uh, a lot happened so uh, you know matthew seems to be very happy which kind of puzzles me he's saying he's happy that brandon's idol was flesh but i'm thinking is that really good for for matthew i mean brandon is his ally and does he really need the idol out of the game
0: i also questioned his um like process behind that i know um uh, last week luke was talking about how like maybe it was very strategic that he wanted to do all of that but but then matthew was saying like it's so beneficial to me he, I don't, there's no lines where, like, I didn't show the line in the sand where I, where I stand. I'm like, is that beneficial to you at this point in the game? Like, don't you want to show your Alliance members who you're like with? Otherwise right now it's like Matthew's a wild card for the people around him.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, Matthew and Jamie did not vote. Um, they used their shot in the dark, which is pretty cowardly in my opinion. Um, if I'm Brandon or if I'm Kane or if I'm Jamie or not, Jamie, sorry. Um, oh shoot. Who's the other, the other on the tribe there.
0: Lauren. Um, I'm
1: Lauren. Yeah. I, I would be like, what the heck, man? You know, <laughs> you know, we are sort of counting on your vote. Um, yeah, exactly. But, you
0: know, you're just like showing that you're not even going to play your vote. Like it's literally removing yourself from the game at that. It's so early, literally yeah. second tribal. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely questioned his, even his explanation of it. I myself.
1: Yeah. I, I completely agree. so uh, and then we get Kane saying kane our our uh Canadian representative, uh, man, he's, he's like, that was a barn burner. <laughs> did you catch that?
0: Yes, I did. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I love it you know I if you're if you're you to put this cast in a row and you'd be like, pick out the person who's from Saskatchewan. I'd be like uh the tall guy with red hair and the teeth. <laughs> Who, uh, who's, uh, if something goes wrong, he's calling it a barn burner. If you were to be like, uh, what province, if something goes wrong, would you say, oh, well, that's a barn burner? Saskatchewan, like, come Saskatchewan, right? Yeah, Saskatchewan or Manitoba,
0: come on. It could no, be Manitoba no. as well. <laughs> yes, no. we're going, yeah.
1: Oh, you Ontario um, people, okay. Okay, he did say that. All right, but well, obviously, you know, K- Kane is in probably the worst position on the tribe. Well, Which he, is, he... yeah. Yeah, right, completely right. unfair, because
0: yes, Jamie so obviously unfair. would go to that way.
1: Matthew would have voted that way. And Brandon obviously is feeling some type of way because he's saying he does not trust Kane anymore.
0: Right, but Kane was, he explained himself. He's like, I thought that's where the votes were going. That's where the votes were going. That, where, that is where the majority was. Um, and like Kane was trying to say, I'll build, rebuild this relationship with Brandon. And I'm curious, do you think that's possible now? Do you think Brandon will get, ever get into cahoots with Kane after that?
1: I think it'll, it'll say they'd have to maybe not go to tribal for three, three votes or so, and just rebuild relationships. And, you know, Kane is a smart guy. He just graduated from law school. So, you know, he, he will be working with people, has likely worked with people. So I think if he really, you know, puts in the work for relationship building, which we did not see this episode, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, uh, I think it could, it could happen, but I, I'm a bit worried for our our uh, one Canadian guy, but, you know, I would have been worried for Marianne and Erica as well. So you, you okay, never know. True.
0: You never know. Maybe a Canadian's coming up. Um, I did note one more thing before we move on from the right, like the opening scenes here is that, and I also saw London, Steve was like, you guys better be mentioning this, that Lauren confessed to having that extra vote. Now she just said, she came right out and said it like, Hey, I have that extra vote. You can all search my bag if you want to. But I think she had to, because there was only one, there was only three vote casts. Three vote cast, votes cast. No, she,
1: she, okay. I caught that. And I was a bit puzzled by that as well. She told the tribe that she lost her vote. So her story actually would add up because she banked her vote to receive her new vote and had told her tribe that she had lost her vote at Shipwheel Island or whatever they're calling it. Um. So, but I did catch that as well. So she must've at some point off camera told some people that, you know, what really happened. I don't know, it's all very confusing, but it it does look like it's out in the open now, so.
0: Okay, uh, it definitely is out in the open. I literally wrote, Lauren confessed that she has that extra vote now for later.
1: Yeah, okay. And so that's, uh, that's the end of night three. So uh, Ratu sort of sorting through uh, what happened at that chaotic tribal council. Next day we wake up, uh, we're on Soka, uh, Soka tribe, talking about puppies. Uh, what what they like about puppies. Uh, Claire is saying that her puppy, despite gender, will have all pink stuff. Lynette, do you have any pets?
0: Yeah, I do. I have a cat. And you have a cat.
1: <laughs> have a cat. Right. Yeah, Bye I'm her, not a dog right? person.
0: So yeah, I'm not a dog person. So listening to them chat about their dogs, I, I just was unengaged and disinterested. Oh but through that, Matt brought up his ex-girlfriend um, and how he had recently broke up with somebody and or sorry she broke up with him I apologize she broke up with him took the dog but now has complete heart eyes for Franny
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we cut to this uh yeah this confessional you know well well Matt's talking about yeah that he recently broke up and he also lost his two votes so nothing's coming up. Matt in life I thought that was a really fun pairing I, uh, you know he's crying so obviously he's very meaningful and being out there on the island it's all probably coming to a head but it kind of it just kind of made, made me chuckle he's like i just recently had a breakup and i also lost my two votes and i you know i kind of laughed, <laughs> I kind of laughed. i'm i sorry yeah uh but he, he does go on saying that he found this incredible connection in franny cut to him and making we, a mean, joke about his big long rod um right <clears throat> Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, okay. So, but also, that was alluded to in the premiere that they had some, they already had a connection. And it's too bad because I actually, when, so I'd listened to uh, another podcast before the se- se- uh, this season of Survivor started. And I was trying to pick the people that I thought were going to win. And Franny was right up there for like who I wanted, like thought, oh, she's going to have a good shot here. And then in the premiere, when she was making such great connection with Matt, I was like, no, they're going to pair up and pairs always get um divided like pairs are always picked off so I was. I mean I'm like shoot and I think Claire mentioned this too or it might have been Heidi was saying that it's not good for your game it's not good for your game if you two are together
1: yeah. um, all the time yeah. so, so before yeah. we get to that so uh we do have a scene where Matt reveals to Franny that he oh, right. did not only lose his first vote but he lost his second vote what do you think of that Lynette
0: oh dear Again, I think it's him like heartbroken. He's so vulnerable. I feel like he's just making choices because he lost pretend like with from his ex-girlfriend, maybe a really deep connection that he had. It's no longer there. He's literally out in the beach, out in the island, out in the middle of the ocean with a bunch of strangers. And he meets Franny, builds this like, fast quick connection and just pours out I feel like he's pouring out his part to her I know it's just like survivor heart but it's like my his survivor heart saying I lost my two votes like please like feel for me or it's like he's sharing part of himself so he builds more of a connection with Franny um I felt it was a very poor choice on his end and I don't really see how if he doesn't get his head out of this like love cloud how he's going to do better or get much farther What did
1: you Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I I think, you know, losing two, like your vote for the next two tribal councils is a a pretty tough place to be in. Um, And to to tell one of your, who you feel like is one of your closer allies, but also a romantic interest that you have, um, it kind of unfortunately sort of like demotes where he would be in my eyes. Uh, if my ally says, Oh, I can't actually, I can't actually vote. I'd be like, okay, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of useless to me. So let's say like you're on a date and the the guy says, "Uh, you know, I have this great connection with you, but I actually, I can't make any money for the next two months, but I have this great connection with you.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't think that's a fair comparison, like <laughs> I, a yeah. vote to money. Because I'd be like, well, why don't you get a job? Why, why don't, why don't you make making money? What's going on in your life? And if there's like a very personal, like a very good reason that they're not making money for the two months, yeah, who cares about? Then, like, hopefully, yeah, you'll stay maintain maintain that connection. But like in this game, it's a game. Voting is currency i know we talk about trusting is currency but also like voting is like Absolutely. so essential yes. to the game and like you're just i don't know he kind of just gave away his power it's like he's like poof, yeah he's gone putting so exactly that's why yes i i agree and like you said in my mind i'm like shoot that was a bad choice and maybe in the moment it was heated maybe he wanted to like reach in and kiss her or something and said he's like nope i'm just gonna tell i gave her my two votes i don't have two votes
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right. My, my metaphor was crap, but, uh, I, I, uh, I just wanted to get that. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, but you're right. Okay. So cut to, we see the tribe is picking up on it. So Heidi is picking up on it. Josh is there in agreement. Uh, people are talking about them in like, in front of Franny. Uh, Claire is telling her to cool it down. So we do see the tribe.
0: Yeah. I mean, you got that great shot of Claire just literally sitting there staring at them. Like I like in disbelief like are you kidding me Are like are these two even here to play survivor are they just here to chat all day um I'm, like i loved that shot of claire and then when um sorry when franny was like oh yeah i think like you know me and matt we better not talk to each other for the rest of the day claire libley was like yeah i don't think that's a good idea and then franny was like Ugh. okay so it's like very obvious to the other tribe yeah members. so
1: that's three of the uh other we don't get a we don't get danny's view on this and so i'm really hoping that maybe matt is connecting to, to danny that's
0: true we also don't get um josh's view on this no, and so josh
1: josh is sitting there with heidi as they're talking and he yeah, but you know we don't get a lot of josh down. in general but no, he's there and what, so he's
0: yeah what the heck he didn't i don't think he even got one confessional time i know we're not getting episode. a ton of
1: josh yeah i've you know, if you're going to forget someone on the show, I think, you know, Josh is probably pro- number one who you'd forget is on there because you don't really see a lot of them. And I think, you know, he's a pretty remarkable person. He is, uh, oh, I think in the medical field and, you know, just faced a lot of adversity, just saying, you know, he's a, a gay black man. And um, I think he does probably have a lot of interesting things to say, but for some reason, the show is not just giving giving him his due, but he is there. And so he is aware of that, uh, of the connection. So anyway, something to something to keep an eye on. Um, so we cut over to Tika. Uh, they're uh, they're divvying up some of Bruce's stuff, which I thought was really funny. Uh, so, one thing, Lynette, I worked in an office years ago, and uh, we would have sometimes uh, someone would you know quit or get fired, or and people would just go to their office and just sort of like take what they wanted. So if their share was better, or if they had maybe you know a, bo- a bulletin board that you wanted sort of time to just swoop in and just take what want.
0: No, So that's what that reminded no. me of.
1: Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I just, I literally can't believe it's like, okay, I guess we can divvy up Bruce's stuff. And then we have like, you know, people reaching out for the items, like Carolyn grabbing the bell and like rubbing it against her face. It's like, so good. whoa. Okay. So good. I
1: mean, yeah. Maybe they're and so, and so, uh, they're sort of awkward, awkwardly sitting around and, uh, they casually bring up. So the bird cage, you know, that, Cage that is just sitting there in the forest ominously. um So the the tribe decides that they're they're gonna look around together. um Well, I mean, <laughs> so we jam just
0: jam, have... jam 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 was kept pushing it, and I like how he, he just kept trying to make the excuse. I just want to do it for fun. I just want to do this for fun. Let's go do this for fun. And it's like, okay, you also <laughs> want to win the game, but I'm glad you're that you want to do this for yeah. fun.
1: I just want the advantage just for yeah, fun I just, I, just, just for fun I think, that's why I, want I think
0: it'll be super fun to find the <laughs> idol
1: <laughs> yeah and so we we see a, a um a confessional with uh Helen saying Helen wondering what happens if the idol ends up in the hands of someone she's not working with and so ultimately that uh that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of her game but that the idol does end up in someone of the hands that she's not working with which is you know we can get to it uh so we, we we uh cut to carolyn climbing up a tree hands everywhere and this is kind of the fear i mean if you're on survivor and you're just sticking hands in random uh, tree holes and crevices you don't know what's going to be there and so we do see that way up in a tree uh there's a snake which is wild is so- it
0: well the snake no, is. Wild. I mean, the snake is
1: wild, but the situation is wild as well.
0: Sorry, I'm kidding. Right? Okay, but I mean, isn't that like expected? That yeah, of course there'll be snakes out here. And also, are you at all like questioning that they never showed a shot of her and the snake? So like, who who knows how far that snake could have been from her?
1: Oh, okay. You know, like, I actually where was about that. I mean, well, obviously I it was see... in
0: the tree. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I did see a clip of the snake in the tree, but I can't recall in this moment if Carolyn was with the snake, but regardless, the tribe did see a snake and that sort of spooked them. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. We, there was we a, do get a clip. Yeah, we do get a clip of uh Carolyn saying that the, the tribe is is uh is a bit spooked. But before we get to there, uh <clears throat> we uh we go to over to Ratu, Ratu, and our, our Canadian Zane, he is looking for the idol. He's worried because uh, he's the only person who voted against Brandon in this game. Uh, and so we cut to the tribe. Oh, oh Zane is, uh, you know, not around. Sorry, Kane, 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 Kane. Kane. I have voted out there. Yeah, Kane. Oh, that's okay. uh, yeah, and uh, he is, so the, the tribe is immediately suspicious that uh, Kane is uh, looking for the idol. And so he, he, he is in fact, looking for the idol. He puts his hand in a tree, tree tall tree stump. I don't even know what that is broken tree. And he calls for Matthew, Ma- Matthew, Matthew, get over here. I have a crab. And so they pull the crab out of the tree and then, yeah, we cut to Matthew saying, well, he has said he's looking for, uh, fronds, but, uh, you know, that's, there's none in there. And so immediately the tribe is is on to kane that he is in fact looking for an idol
0: which i mean is fine uh, i think like yeah, i think that I is know. like kane's choice i mean it'd be he'd be such an easy target now that he has that one vote on brandon right so i think it's a good move on his part to go looking for an idol and i mean Matthew was like honestly if he's looking for an idol i not want to be looking for an idol too so i mean yes. everybody wants to be looking yes. for idols so i don't i don't um what should I call it i don't look down on kane for looking for an idol this early i'm like it makes sense to me why he would do that yeah
1: i i completely agree if you feel like you're on the bottom if you're the only person who cast a vote against someone who stayed in the game uh and if you know if he's sort of reading the situation that his back is against the wall just you know screw it go look for an idol um but uh, but I guess he found a crab and he sort of uh, outed himself that he's in fact looking for an idol. So yeah. we cut to Soka, the uh, the third tribe, and so we see Danny. He says he's always doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man,
0: I love Danny and everything he. Yeah. He says he has so many good quotes.
1: Yes. So we have Danny is he's always doing something and he says that he's looking for an idol, um, but we also see that the tribe cuts to him and say that you know he's he's always constantly working and so. It appears that Danny has the reputation that he's constantly moving and constantly working. And even though he is looking for the idol, his tribe mates don't seem to be suspicious of him, which I think is.
0: Well, no, I think they are amazing. suspicious of him. No, no, no. I think they are suspicious oh. of him, but I do, but they're like, eh, what could we do? He's literally always moving. I can't move at his pace because then you have the group of them standing there when they're like, Oh, where's Danny? Oh, he's out doing something. He's probably looking for that idol or I actually don't know if they said that. And then Claire who I, okay, she had some interesting also lines this episode. She's like, yeah, everybody just relax. We need to be more lazy. I'm the chief laziness czar. And then they're like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, do less work, lie down, right? And I thought that was (laughs) kind of funny because we actually see a bit of her personality um, because they haven't gone to travel yet. I'm curious once they go to travel, if Claire will be one of their targets because she has come across a little bit uh, like telling people what to do.
1: I am yeah, liking Claire. I'm liking Claire. Yeah. Hey, sorry. I'm going. not
0: saying I'm not liking Claire. I'm not saying that. I just think yeah. there's a few other things I'm going to bring up in the episode where I'm like, okay, if I was working on her tribe, I would just note it and be like, hey okay, she she is. But maybe that's a good thing, having a shield like Claire in the game with you. Um, but yeah, are you gonna take us through Danny finding the idol?
1: Uh you had some quotes. Did you have some good Danny quotes that you, you had in the hopper?
0: Okay. Oh shoot! There's one other thing about Claire I want to say. She said True. so that she said the czar thing, and then she also said, "Yeah, if somebody came back with like," and I was, "Oh, oh! If the bird cage was empty, this is what she said. If the bird cage was empty, and I noticed that the bird cage was empty, I'd go and have an interrogation. I'm like, oh, okay. Like she will be on it once that bird cage is empty. But the good thing about Danny is that he was stealthy, um, and he was what, okay. So what are there some of the quotes I wrote? Well, he's like. Okay, every time I'm out in the bush, I check, instead of checking my pockets for my keys, my wallet, my cell phone, it's, do I got bamboo, palm leaves, idols, right? Like he's going out to play survivor here in the wild. Um, and what else did he say? Oh, okay, no, I'll save a few of the other ones.
1: Oh, okay, sure. You know, I, go so I prefer- could. Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I could not really even enjoy this scene. So, a few of us in the oh. Survivor at Home community, including yourself, like we're doing a fantasy league. And so, yeah. I had just taken Danny off my lineup, and he's sitting, I guess, on my bench. And so, him finding the idol was devastating for the points that I could have received. And so I'm yelling at the TV like no. <laughs> but at the same time like I I listened to the Danny interview before the the season started and I really like Danny. I think he's great and I hope we see yeah. more of
0: him. And- well, I picked him for like one of my winners. Like I was like I picked Danny, Franny, Helen, got the boot already but i would and then when we did the first draft the first time i had put danny on my lineup and then i realized oh this is literally i don't even know who to pick for the fantasy draft anymore because it's like every week is different anyways that's a side so i had
1: danny on my team last last week took him off and so despite the great uh yeah the great episode for danny i did not benefit so i have to sort of compartmentalize those feelings of the draft um of my weekly draft but good good for danny Mm -hmm. uh so (laughs) I also took Carolyn off my uh, no! lineup as well. So, so did yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we cut to Tika, and we see Carolyn is determined to find the idol. I am a huge Carolyn fan, by the way. Nice. So I, I, I love her energy. I love her mannerisms. I, I am here for Karen. I am team defend Karen at all. Co- Carolyn, sorry, at all costs. So, so she is.
0: Okay, so I will not say anything negative. Got it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can, I will just clap back at you. So,
0: uh,
1: Carolyn is determined to find the idol just like she was determined to find the tooth that her son had in his poop. And she (laughs) sifted through poop for three days and cut to the picture of her son smiling without a tooth.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, does it take three days for a tooth to pass through your body?
1: i guess so i mean i don't i
0: i didn't understand that but i mean like i guess she was sharing that story of her determination to find the idol
1: yep and i mean her determined uh, determination pays off because she lo and behold finds the freaking idol so yeah um and so the pressure of finding an idol is uh, is immense, but also holding an idol is even more. And we'll see, we'll see Carolyn sort of struggling with the idea of potentially playing the idol. Well, we'll, we'll get to that.
0: But. Okay, yeah. Wait, and you skipped a very important part of this specific idol finding. First, they find the key. First, she just finds the key, and then she has to go open up the bird cage, and heard the bird cage like her confessional talking about. Uh, 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 yes yes no no yes yes and then overcome with I'm gonna do it and she like pulls up her shoulders and puts out her chest that she's gonna go open up the cage to the or yeah with her key that she found I mean I, I did love that and she's like scooting over there she's just like goes and does it where everybody else is all together right it's like four of them are hanging out and she's like all right, this is my one chance um, to open up that cage I mean I loved it I thought it was I thought it was really funny
1: no it, it was good and to see the difference between danny and carolyn's approach where danny is very cool common and collective and he's you know he goes up there takes out the idol um adjusts everything back to make it look like it's just how he left it how or how it was and then he he gets out of there whereas you know yeah carolyn just frantically runs up holds it holds it shaking runs back to the the tent um uh,
0: <laughs> Lying down, cage, shoves cage, it in her eye. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, then she clues in like, oh my goodness, I can't, you know, the, I have to put the bag back. But of course she zooms back, haphazardly just put, like closes the, the bag. Uh, it's pretty clear that it's been tampered with and she, she locks everything.
0: Yeah. Wow. I'm like, I'm so, I mean, okay. So I think I am also a Carolyn fan, like as, as I was watching her this episode. So first episode, I actually really did not like her and listening to interviews before Survivor started, I was like, I don't think I'm going to like Carolyn, like playing this game of Survivor, but this episode, um, yeah, I started to like appreciate who she is and how she just like all her mannerisms. Are very like you just want to watch them like how she when she's walking through the woods it's like she's like a panther and then she's like looking down and her eyes are like just like staring up and her head's a little bit tilted and then when she hears something like unexpected the way she like moves her head like around her neck real slowly or like looks looks like it's like she has glasses on all the time so she's like but she doesn't and she's like looking above her glasses at whoever's talking or whatever it's like very interesting like she's so yeah. interesting to watch.
1: And this is where, you know, unfortunately most people, everyone is listening to this on audio, but I got the visual of you doing the Carolyn actions. That was a really good Carolyn to, uh, impression. For, absolutely. But yeah, because, you know, yeah. Carolyn is, she's been open about her, I guess, previous addiction, um, her, her uh, history with addiction. And so I know people who go through uh, addictions um they are in their own way people 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 as well um you know sort of a sort of when you are addicted to something and when you need to get whatever you are addicted to and the methods and the lengths that you'll go to get that um i like get it, it's a lot of just sort of like maneuvering through relationships and sort of ex- exhausting every re- resource in a way that will get you to that addiction and so I'm not exactly sure uh, her, her exact history with addictions, but I know um, you have to learn to work with people to, you know, to manage your addictions in a way that will get you to your addiction. Oh, and really? so I'm just wondering yeah. how Carolyn will take, I guess, you know, she's, uh, she's recovered from her addiction, but what she can take from that part of her life and apply it to survivor if she can if if there's any ability i i feel like there is but um but uh but yeah i mean she's i think i'm i maybe at the time of filming i was the same age as carolyn and so i feel like um you know she is a bit older uh than the 20 somethings that are out there um but uh i i do i think the needle is pointing up for carolyn and i think she'll probably go a bit far in my opinion so uh
0: we'll we'll
1: cut to more of my thoughts on carolyn but Okay. Um, and so the rest of the tribe does come back and they see that clearly something, you know, they look at the janky job that Carolyn did and something clearly happened there. And uh, <laughs> which I love. Carson, I love
0: that. Yeah, sorry, go, go ahead.
1: Sorry, what do you love? What do you love?
0: Oh, I just love them coming upon the birdcage. It's like they're all together, all separated from one other person in their tribe. And they're like, oh, somebody opened the birdcage. It's like, who could it be? could it be it's, is, it is it you is it you is it you it's like literally they were together for the last and obviously we're not seeing some sort of footage where they would think through like well the only person like you know check off the only person not with us is carolyn and yeah you know, they i feel like they could
1: just write off carolyn
0: which i think is actually really unfortunate like we're talking about how carolyn i mean she mentions it later in the episode she's like i'm a smart person and she brings up this Idea, like, why the heck would Carson vote for me? I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I, I feel like they are totally undermining Carolyn and her ability to play this game. Yeah, she's a little bit quirky. Yeah, she's, maybe she's not connecting socially with people, but she's not, she's not stupid. And so, anyways. I
1: completely agree. Yes, uh, they definitely underestimated Carolyn, and we'll get to that post challenge. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, Carson susses out that. Someone took the idol. Clearly, uh, you know, there's no weighty object in the bag. And p- like fingers are pointing, and we have this sort of supercut of uh, who thinks who did what. And so we do see, uh, and I think this is important for later, that uh, Carson with his, uh, you know, referencing his FBI. Uh, readings and <laughs> studying that he's done sort of lands <laughs> on Helen. All the he
0: has, yeah, I know, yeah. lands on
1: Helen. Like, Helen, she, her well, her arms are crossed and her body posture is leaning in. I okay, so every I love crossing my arms. Like I just I feel comfortable like sitting there crossing my arms, standing up crossing my arms. I just feel like it's a comfortable position. But apparently the arms crossed position is a sign of you're closed off. You're not a very open person. You're hiding something. And so maybe she is hiding stuff, but Carson sort of susses out that Helen is hiding something, if not the idol. And so that if anything, her arms crossed, uh, comfort with that and her leaning in body posture might've cost her the game.
0: I know. Uh, I mean, that's the unfortunate thing that Carson noted that and then identified her as somebody who was lying in that moment. So I do think, OK, so if you were to cross your arms right now, like do it if you so Kel, Kel's crossing his arms, it it looks like you don't want to talk to me. It looks like maybe you are hiding something. You have something you don't want to say. It makes sense why Carson would come to that conclusion. But what doesn't you know what is going to be a fault of his is that he then did not even consider Carolyn to have founding the idol that is going to so bite him in the, uh, that's going to bite we him do, later.
1: There's a really quick, uh, so, uh, jam, jam is very quick, but he comes to Carolyn's defense, who's not there. And he says, you know, her bags open, her clothes are everywhere. I don't think she has it. Um, <laughs> and so once we see later that he's actually, he's actually Tim Carolyn, uh, this is actually very important for, for those people who ever want to play survivor is having an ally who will defend you when you're not there that is mm. probably one of the most valuable um pieces of advice i could give you just have a connection with someone who could you know yeah just come to your defense when you're not around to defend yourself so and that's what that's jam it. jam it was very quick it was very quick but jam, jam jam did you know s- say yeah she doesn't have her bags open um but yeah we see sarah suspects jam 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 jam, jam suspects sarah no one's no one seems to be considering uh carolyn Mm -hmm. and is that a good like is that a good thing for carolyn that no one is really considering her to be the person who have done it like no one's really considering that she's clever enough to uh find the key uh sneakily get out there and grab the key and then ultimately own whatever the advantage is like no one suspects carolyn like is that a good is that a good thing for carolyn
0: i mean i think it depends on how aware she is of that that is how people are perceiving her i know perception is like um, I was talked about last week on the podcast and I feel like I've you know we've talked about it at Sir at Home a lot like perception and then too just like in uh, I want to say sociology but not necessarily sociology but perception is reality right so how people are perceiving her okay where am I going with this just if Carolyn is aware of how people are perceiving her and then using that to her advantage, yes, I do think it's a good thing. If she has no awareness of how maybe she's coming across and then she's making, you know, going throughout the game, kind of living her life, how, and saying the things she wants and doing exactly the things she wants, but making zero alliances and not being strategic. Yeah. It's not going to be good for her game.
1: I agree. And it's only day four. And so it's a 26 day game. So she has a lot of time to turn things around. And I think, I think she
0: will. So. Well, yeah. And yeah, I just, I have like, like a few times I was imagining myself acting the way Carolyn acted. And I feel like I could do it. Like I could like put on that persona and I'm not saying she's putting on a persona or acting. Cause I do. I mean, actually, no, Kelly. Yeah. How authentic do you think she is? Cause I did question it a few times in this episode. I'm like, Hmm, like, is she being super authentic? Cause it reminds me of like a kid almost, right? Just like, I was like, okay, what is, I know we had brought up her addiction in the past. Like, what is making her, it's like, she has no barrier, no filter, no inhibition. So it's like, oh, I hear crazy news. Oh, they don't know. And then she like lies on the ground. And I'm like, okay, like I could, you know, if I like like tapped into my inner child or something, I think I could act like that, or I could be that way. Or what do you think? How authentic do you think? this uh, is?
1: I think- with survivor and any sort of a competition uh, based reality TV show where someone gets eliminated, you have to have sort of um, just, you know, portray who you are at different times and just be very aware of how you're portraying yourself. And I think she is, and she's, I think she's very smart in the sense that like she knows, Oh, she's not being included, but she knows if she goes and forces herself to be included, that's also a bit awkward. So she has to stand back and she's like, verbalizing this as she goes and so i think there is an element of probably and this is probably true for everyone but we're just putting carolyn under a microscope because she's sort of the odd person out already in just a lot of different ways but i i i don't want to say like oh that's 100 percent authentic because i don't think it's survivor it would be good to be 100 percent authentic and she's a fan of the show and she knows this so okay interesting um, okay Okay. Yeah, she's, she's trying to relate to a lot of, you know, these younger people. She's trying to relate to Jam Jam, who, you know, is very different from her as well. So I I would definitely cut her some slack. And, you know, if you're sensing, it is, the bottom line is Jam Jam and Carson don't feel that she's being inauthentic. And, you know, we're not out there with her. We're just sort of seeing this sort of like bird's eye view a snapshot of the situation. So I would okay. give Carolyn the benefit of the doubt. And um, we'll see, I guess, ultimately where it goes. But I... I think that she's, she's being as authentic as she can be in that moment with the people that she's with. And if she's not, that's okay too. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is day four. So okay, moving wait, on no. to,
0: sorry, we sorry didn't, keep going, we didn't, please. Yes. Well, no, no, no. We didn't fully cover Danny finding the key. Oh, I guess we did talk about, sorry, we did talk about how his method of, Opening up the bird cage, he was like very. He knew exactly what he was going to do. He opened it up. So, okay, we did talk about that. Um, but oh, he had such a good line about the. Oh wait, oh god, I can't wait to tell somebody about this. He's oh wait, no, I'm not going to tell anyone. Like it was just like. It was, I like how he's poking fun on all the previous survivor players who've done that. Um, and that he's like, I'm not telling a soul about this. And I mean, I'm curious to see how long that will last because what you had mentioned is that we have seen Danny. I am. Did we ha- see Danny interact with any of his tribe mates yet? Like any sort of not,
1: not yet? No, I, right, so I like, haven't really seen a lot of Danny interaction with, with his tribe.
0: No, he's found the idol. And so I'd, I'd be curious to see what what happens later on. in Yes. Game. And Just that's such a funny idol. line. And
1: thank you. Thank you for flagging that up because the survivor at home players, like the communities probably were just applauding Danny. Yeah, Danny, don't tell anyone about the idols. That's definitely the move, you know, cause that is such an Andrew Ironside stance. We're like, you know, keep it, keep it secret, <laughs> keep it secret. Whereas I got into it with, with Andrew a few times and and this is, you know, I've kind of in the new era, I kind of see the wisdom in keeping it a secret, but I think idols can be a valuable tool to build trust with a with an ally. Of course, it's a very delicate situation you have to read the relationship as as well as you can but it is very much in a survivor at home wheelhouse to keep your advantages a secret and not tell anyone so i mean sorry Danny in the old survivor, survivor wait
0: he had in old survivor the yeah, old survivor have... there was yeah
1: there was a lot of, I don't say idol sharing, but just sort of passing around the knowledge of an idol. And we have seen that okay. a bit in the new season, in the new era, and yeah. it, it really not work out for some of those players. You know, and you see like Marianne, she has this big reveal at the end of her tribal that she is the only person to not tell anyone about her idol or whatever the advantage was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is a really cool sort of like, you know, here's, if you make it to final tribal, here's like another sort of like feather in your cap or however you want to say right. it, that you are able to just sort of, sit on this thing if whether you need it or not needed it or, or not but
0: right. but uh but yeah
1: danny is sounds like he's making the choice to not share and so carolyn doesn't have a big big uh moment like that but at this point she she does not share hers um and i i actually did flag up so you had some uh a danny quote uh but yeah danny i did write down so he's so excited scared money don't make no money oh, yeah, <laughs> and he's jumping up and air funny. punching yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. I
0: mean, the things that come out of his mouth, I'm like, okay, this is, you're funny. I like this. I yeah. like, I want to no, see more I of like it,
1: I like it too, yeah. And so uh, we'd be remiss to not flag up that. People who did get the, uh, so Danny uh, received a silver coin that has no power. And then of course, Carolyn receives a, what, a bracelet, a beaded bracelet that has no power. Yeah, I was right?
0: curious. Yeah, I was curious about that. Actually, I didn't write any notes down, but I was yeah. like, why, why did that tribe get, the two tribes got, a coins and then the one tribe got uh no i like- i think
1: brandon received some sort of like amulet or something last episode okay. when he found his yeah brandon uh, brandon had some sort of like amulet but everyone knew about it so it was sort of useless because like well my tribe knows that okay. i have this now
0: okay yeah. i was mistaken okay so some sort of yeah right some sort of
1: yeah yeah okay um <laughs> our our producers flagging something up uh yeah i'm not too <laughs> sure on that uh,
0: <laughs> yes we have a producer
1: <laughs> yes uh other luke okay so uh the challenge uh so day five um so i don't know about you lynette but like i i don't really care about the challenges so much i know there's a lot okay, of people like out there is that this do. new
0: wait wait is this new for you like new this is like, okay or is no, this because of the new seat like new way no no really no this challenges. is sort of how
1: how i've always been and so i've actually so when jeff you've written into jeff challenge no, 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 no. When Jeff you, is explaining- You keep
0: tweeting at Jeff. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, would, tweet- I, I have
1: tweeted at Jeff before. He, he did not like it or anything, but <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He did didn't, like favorite. No, no, no. He didn't like interact with it.
0: Right. What uh, did so- you tweet at Jeff? Okay.
1: So. I have no, honestly, I have no, no idea. I'm going to give up my Twitter at the end of this and people are going to probably go look and okay. I, I, well, we'll yeah. see. So, uh, when Jeff is explaining the rules, like I completely zone out, like, I don't know what it is. It feels like I'm back in school, but I have no idea how the challenge operates. <laughs> and you're back at so, school.
0: Okay. where are you, Where does your mind go? Are you analyzing the game? Or are you literally I'm, I'm looking, at looking for dinner phone? Already? I don't
1: know what's, yeah, I'm probably, I don't okay. know if I'm at that moment, but so, survivor at home season five i do this in the game as well and so there was one yeah there was one challenge where it was in the tribal phase and andrew ironside is explaining the challenge and i sort of come out of my stupor and and i was like i have no idea how to do this challenge oh no (laughs) and the step what's that i said that's why
0: you asked so many questions wait wait Wait, is this what we do?
1: No. Well, okay. Sorry, so Steph I'm Ironside. i of you. I, I don't. She's like, so Kel, do you wanna do you wanna do the challenge? And I'm like, no. no I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like I need to. I need to watch someone do it first before before I jump in. Wait, that was this past
0: season. What? This past was that?
1: season. Oh, I I don't remember. I think you were paired up with someone and then you had to do something oh, oh, I, I don't okay. remember yeah, yeah. okay um, oh, that's funny. and so oh, yeah i okay. yeah. um anyway so jeff is explaining the challenge uh <clears throat> and I, I love this honestly hosting the two live seasons that i that i hosted and even on the show i love this is one of my favorite little moments of watching the tv show survivor uh jeff is getting our first look at the other uh, tribe maddie voted out at the last tribal council. Like I, I, I love that moment. And just seeing how the other tribe reacts, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sort of like what you can gauge from that. And so we do see uh, Jam Jam and Franny sort of have a visible reaction. And I think, you know, Franny probably saw Maddie as someone that she probably could relate to on some level. They're both young girl, like young women, both on the show. And so maybe maybe uh franny sort of just like ah you know snap there's someone who i was hoping to maybe meet at the merge but
0: not yeah i mean even so. as like a woman i know this has been discussion like throughout survivor seasons like women and all their representations on survivor but like as a woman like you've noticed uh again the first person voted out is a woman and so or a yeah. woman so just, I yeah. think I'm, I can't speak for Fanny. I think you have made some good points. There are young, young women on the show. And I, from my perspective too, i like, ah, you know too bad she got voted up first, but Brandon had an
1: idol. That's just the way the ball bounces sometimes. Yeah. So uh, we see Heidi and Carson delivering back their immunity idols and let me just flag up. So how is, this is, has been a discussion in this survivor home discord. Uh, the the theme you know we see a lot of like the sword and the shield and a lot of just sort of um i don't know if it's like medieval like what do you like what do you think of all that thumbs up thumbs down i'm still deciding
0: what i think about it i listened to yeah last week's podcast and i think luke was very against and alex was pro and i still haven't really come to my own conclusion yet because i actually i noticed it was odd that there's a sword and a shield so it like I like that usually it's like something that they hmm. I'm thinking about never mind. I'm thinking about the necklace. Yeah, I haven't decided yeah, yet. Yeah,
1: I mean, so on top of that, I mean, yeah, the, the immunity necklace will probably look similar and sort of similar to challenges. Like, I don't even see this aspect of the show. It's like, sure, yeah, it's like this is I guess what they're doing this season. And so I I didn't really have any strong opinions, but um, you know, in defense of that uh creative decision for the show, there's they've been staying in Fiji for season after season after season now and for them if they really want to like okay you know what we're gonna just have some uh medieval stuff this season sure whatever i i'm like completely you mean okay it, with this it doesn't take it out of the I, like i'm not taken out of the show out of the uh out of what's going on because of uh seeing you know medieval okay stuff, interesting whatever it is. yeah
0: but yeah. i don't i still don't fully understand the story here like i don't fully understand how it's connect like i mean even I guess what they used to. Um, somebody did mention um, cultural appropriation. I think Melinda, hopefully I quote you got right, or it was Katie Arntead about how maybe they're trying to get away from that cultural appropriation. I'm like, okay, good for them. But they're still using words like tribe and then like, you know, Ratutika and Soka Are those are those I don't know if it's names a... from a language? I, I, I sometimes kind of
1: they're funny? islands in the area. And so there is cultural appropriation, but there's also cultural appreciation and just sort of like acknowledging the land and the communities that you're around. I'm not saying the show is doing that, but you know, there's just some potential to sort of take these sort of words and just throw them into the survivor universe and people can look into them and just see what they are. But I, yeah, I think that's a very interesting point that maybe borrowing too much without having proper representation from the culture and the people could be uh, uh appropriating and in not doing that and just sort of like okay we're gonna have some medieval stuff um and if that's the show the creative uh direction the show wants to go i i would understand maybe. that
0: and I, yeah maybe. i wonder is it more of a statement opposed to like a creative choice is what i'm also wondering now that you're talking about it because like if you think about it, it's in bin sorry it's been in fiji for so long but we've never seen any sort of low oh no we have seen local people on the show but it's like <laughs> people aren't contest- contestants local people aren't allowed to participate in the yep. show survivor yeah well so. we're,
1: we're really getting in the, in the weeds here so uh <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah we, uh, we like the yeah. weeds yeah uh kelly and Lynette like the weeds all right uh so let's get let's get into the challenge so uh sure. not only are they playing for immunity but they are playing for reward so we see first place gets a buttload of fishing gear. Uh, second place uh, get just uh, flippers and goggles and maybe a snorkel. Okay, which
0: quick note, I was like looking at both of those rewards. I'm like, do you think they just reuse those things? A few of them like look kind of scratched up. Do you know the oh answer? Oh my goodness.
1: I, would, I, I do not know the answer to that. And I would hope that they replace. I know some of the machetes have been reused for like since the start of the series, but I okay. don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, for at least like 15 plus 20 years. Uh, they were using the same machete, but I imagine that they do replace uh-huh. some of the same snorkel, flippers, and goggles. I would hope so, anyway. Um, so i going to a full description of the challenge. Uh, I am not your guy, but I will absolutely talk you through what I did see. Um, so, <laughs> so we do get, and this was flagged up in the Discord as well today. Uh, so Claire volunteers to sit out again and Jeff yes. gives, a, uh, in my opinion, a judgmental, huh. So Lynette, if you were to be on the receiving end of that, how would you feel? Jeff Probst, so, the executive producer of the show, says, when you volunteer to sit out a second time, huh?
0: I mean, I think it's unfair of Jess as the host who's supposed to be unbiased, who's supposed to potentially not leading people on and be like, okay. He just pointed out something very obviously that's now telling my teammates something very specific like why you know note that Claire's not sitting out I mean but from Claire's I would also I did want to point out like Claire sitting out again ties back into her her being, I think, more of like uh, knowing what she wants and saying very clearly, this is what I want. And maybe not being a great listener on her tribe. You know, when she was talking about she's the chief laziness star, she would have an interrogation. Now I'm going to sit out again, right? Like she's making maybe potentially really good decisions for herself and her own game. But as if she was my teammate, I know I'm turning this question as to what do I think of Clara opposed to Jeff. (laughs) If she were my teammate, I'd be like, I don't want to work with her. Um, And yeah, I wouldn't have liked that Jeff had said that
1: yeah and so i guess in i i don't know how i feel about jeff saying that but i mean jeff really uh if you're performing poorly in the challenge like he will flag that up be like Lynette that oh. drops the ball again <laughs> you know so, he, so claire is sort of excusing herself from maybe being in the spotlight and so that is also jeff's moment to sort of flag up that okay uh claire is sitting out again and i I do want to take note to that this time.
0: Right. Okay. That's a good point. He does that. It's not like she's been targeted. He'll do that. It's like as if he was commenting on her in the challenge.
1: Right. Makes sense. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. So okay.
1: So immediately uh I think the first obstacle is uh running up this netted uh ladder system mm-hmm. and then sliding down a big net and we see our boy Danny out in front yes Danny uh so he he is you know first up first down uh jam jam last off the ramp so he's uh he's leading in the in the back in the back um so then we see Brandon Danny and Carson uh they're going through bags looking for a colored ball um and so it's grabbing a bag dumping it in an area and just like tearing through that danny gets it first unties a ladder uh the ladder i guess is put onto this higher platform uh heidi runs up the ladder (laughs) and then she pulls this bridge down attaches the rope to it and the tribe holds the bridge for heidi to run across uh heidi then runs across the bridge pulls a lever that then pushes out a pipe that supports the bridge that she just ran across the production design is insane like can you follow exactly everything that i just said but some well, engineers- i mean i can
0: because i watched the show i mean you're describing it really well but like or it, yeah but okay I, well, as you were talking though was that even safe like what if they had right like, like, <laughs> and then she like <laughs> falls to like i don't know yeah
1: i would assume that ball. they pick one of the lighter people on their tribe but you're right there is but some still, safety concerns like, in that situation like but- if it
0: swung down or maybe there was like maybe a would catch a certain way but also like i, I don't know that one looked alive. yeah like it i have been just, dangerous the
1: engineering behind that was was insane i so i'm not a big challenge person but that, that would be a fun yes. obstacle course to do for sure yeah um <clears throat> so then we see so and yeah uh, so then we see soka trailing behind and then ratu in dead last again um so Uh, In the final phase of the challenge, we have Matthew, we have Sarah, we have Josh, who are repping their tribes. Um, And they're having these two pulleys in their hands and having to snake a ball up a maze. And oh, man, I honestly, I don't know if I could volunteer for something like this. The pressure would be immense. You know, we have Danny who has a, a doctor a, a health background in some capacity. And so I know there's probably high pressure in there. Wait, and I Danny?
0: Recall... Sorry, who are you talking about? Sorry,
1: uh, no, sorry. Uh, not, uh, da, 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 da. Josh. Sorry, Josh. Oh, right. Uh,
0: okay, Dan- yeah,
1: Josh has some sort of medical background. And I, I'm sure he's been in a lot of high pressure situations. Uh, and Matthew, who's a barber, actually. And so this is flagged up later, but he's uh, he actually, he's built, he's built one in his backyard. I can't recall what Sarah does at this moment. But unfortunately, I yeah, I don't recall. Have to
0: um, well.
1: Unfortunately, whatever that job and occupation of line of work is does not pay off in a high pressure situation because unfortunately, yeah, they lose. Oh, oh.
0: from yeah. the producer here, management consultant, yeah. management consultant, which I mean, and you know, would benefit her in that challenge. And she it, did uh, actually so it, good. I, I thought think, she did so good. I thought Sarah did very good in the challenge. I thought Josh did good. And then Matthew, I mean, I, think we should talk about this because i was looking at some tweets online before we did the podcast because i wanted to hear like oh what are some other thoughts on this and people were pointing out it shouldn't be allowed that you can just create all the or like you know is it too much to ask if there's always new puzzles or new challenges from survivor or are they wanting contestants now to be so good at it that they can manipulate this at home and practice to potentially win their these challenges
1: what do you think? Yeah, I, I think that is a good conversation point. Um, but it's not guaranteed that these challenges will be on your season. So uh, that that is something to consider. But I would encourage fans of the show to check out Australian Survivor and New, New Zealand Survivor. And some of the challenges that they have on the international versions are insane and very not safe at the same time.
0: Like so, insanely hard, insanely difficult? Insane, well, so- uh,
1: they're just different. You know, we've had the mm-hmm. same challenge producer for – Matt burn I can't remember his name. Um and at some point, you know, ideas kind of burn out, right? So I think that's where you see a lot of the recycling and reusing of challenges. But okay. but yeah, I, I I agree. Um, you know, the the idea that uh survivors can now game these by just practicing at home. And we see right. that where
0: uh I mean Carson Matthew, mentioned it too earlier in the episode, yeah. Matthew yeah, and Carson. Yeah. Like we haven't yet yeah. to see a benefit or pay off yet for Carson, all his practice, but they have mentioned that before. Previous seasons we've seen that. What was that? Um, no, Lizzie, not Lizzie. I remember she was talking about, but people have been heavy, heavy, Evie What did I yes. call her? Yeah. Whatever. Lizzie. I'm not sure. Okay.
1: Yeah uh yeah and you know before we completely move on so we did uh, previously in the episode Carson is the one person to get sort of the flashback of him you know being a NASA student or maybe that's coming up no that's mm. going to come up so um he's the one person this episode Survivor's doing that this season and I love it I'm here mm-hmm. for it yeah. so anyway so back uh so uh yes Matthew finishes first Soka uh the uh, the athletic tribe I am I'm team Soka I love everyone on Soka by the way The Athletic Tribe barely gets second. And then, of course, Sarah, who, yes, did very well. She's a management consultant, but she did lose it for her tribe. Mm -hmm. Um, So Jeff really flags up uh, the surprising win. Um, And Matthew does mention that he built it in his backyard and that he's preparing, he's been preparing for this for a long time. Lynette, what did you think of uh, Matthew volunteering all that information?
0: I think it was an in-the-moment sort of thing where he wanted the fame and fortune in that moment like this is what i've done to prepare for this game and then i think upon reflection he'll look back and be like why the heck did i say that why did i say that out loud in that moment why couldn't i have waited till the end of the season voted of the game to share that information because i think it definitely puts now a target on his back and he said he i thought this was interesting he's like yep i went against the doctor's orders took my arm out of the sling to and told my team you gotta trust me and i was like okay wow we're just allowed to go against dr will's orders i'm allowed like he's like allowed yeah. to do these things against the doctor's orders so i thought i think he'll regret that's, saying that.
1: that's that's a bit questionable i mean he's already kicking himself for putting himself in jeopardy by uh you know almost getting removed from the game <laughs> for and so here he is in the challenge it's like okay the second episode uh he's really putting his uh arm in a bad situation again by doing the challenge. So, well, I, you know, I, I think Matthew will be here for a while, but he's definitely done some questionable things already, including throwing himself back in a clutch position. He, he, he came out on top this time, but, uh, I'm curious, I'll be curious to see where, where this goes, uh, where his story ultimately goes. Um, <clears throat> yes. And so, uh, finally we cut. So Carolyn is on the losing tribe. And so we cut to uh, a confessional of, uh, Carolyn humming and hawing about, the idea of maybe using her idol at this the second tribal council yeah, yeah. uh so then yeah, what did you think break- did you
0: think sorry well did you think in that moment that carolyn should play her idol because i was i was like i feel like she should i was like i don't think they're gonna work with her i think she's an easy vote in that first vote um i'm happy with that out well i don't i'm not really happy that helen got voted out but i'm i'm happy carolyn didn't get voted out
1: yeah, I, I personally don't put a lot of stock into the uh, confessional right after the immunity challenge and before the commercial break because it's usually a throwaway sort of like, yeah, well, we saw how Lynette did and, uh, you know, it wasn't that good. So we'll see how it, <laughs> you know, it's sort of like a, a like a nothing okay. line. It sort of like flags up sometimes. Yeah, in this case, uh, is she going to use your vote? Or if someone, you know, does, you know, clearly poorly on their tribe, uh, they'll flag that up. And yeah, I, I, personally don't put a lot of stock into that, but in that moment where she's sort of, uh, humming and hawing about her idol, I, I would probably err on the side of like, like suss out what's happening on your tribe and then just make the best decision based off whatever information that you can get. And so we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I didn't really give it too much thought if I'm, if I'm, if I'm honest.
0: Okay. No, I like that. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, back at Tika commercial break, we go, we're back at Tika and Helen's like, how are we supposed to be a guy who built this in his backyard? It's like, well, I guess you never, you never knew you didn't, didn't know that, but they almost like, they almost beat the other person, you know? So mm-hmm. that, that was also a mm-hmm. thing too, right? But I guess they don't know he's a, he's a doctor on the way. Um, and so we cut to Carson, uh, he relates to Matthew preparing for survivor. And so, yes, this is what I, uh, flagged up earlier that he does get his own flashback for preparing for Survivor using his 3D printer and that he's studying to be a Rogan scientist. And he did two work semesters with NASA and he doesn't want people to know that he's a little more intelligent than they are. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, okay, Carson, all right, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Um, but what I do like what he says is as uh, he, well, you know, the kind of like, oh, I don't know where my vote's gonna go, uh, but part of my gameplay is to make people feel like i'm with them which he clearly does very well right so he's sort of bouncing between helen and carolyn and they're both like hugging him and um he's reassuring both of them which is so smart and survivor you know always say yes
0: right you mean Uh, so there's sarah and carolyn and
1: jam jam all all of that well yeah you don't so So you mean right after the challenge no 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 so there is just sort of a cut of you see carson sort of talking with helen And he's, I think they're walking down a path and he's sort of saying, uh, yeah, like I'm with you. And she's sort of like falls onto him and just like gives him like a side, like a side by side hug. Yeah. And of course we also get that scene that you sort of referenced earlier in the podcast where he's talking and saying that um, to to Carolyn, I want to be part of your life. And then she does her Mm. sort of like arm gangly thing and then falls to the ground, which, you know, which is probably... I don't know if she does that in the real world, but yeah, the pressures of Survivor it seems to be, you know, a lot of what she does. But mm-hmm. yeah, Carson does uh does what he's saying in confessional in the game very well and just making feel making people feel like he is with them.
0: So good. And then and then I mean I liked ben at Camp, where they're all four together with Jam Jam, Sarah, Helen, and Carson. And they're like, okay, we are we all where's Carolyn? Oh, she's down the beach. Perfect. Why don't we all vote carolyn like us four vote carolyn and jam-jam's like mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. they go away and i love the shot of him carolyn just like running yeah. through the woods like the jungle trying to
1: <laughs> <run>. <laughs> yeah it's almost and like immediate yeah i know it's probably not how it really happened but yeah you just no. see them talking and then he's yeah. just like barreling down the trail
0: Carolyn, caroline, caroline! <laughs> <laughs> is he not afraid that everyone else will also hear him just like not yeah. just Carolyn. and then when they exactly. get there together and they're just chatting about like you know okay i want to work with you yeah i want to work with you who are you going for well not me or you like obviously somebody else it's like okay yeah okay who are you thinking well i'm thinking this person okay let's turn around and use our fingers to create letters <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> that was they, they so turn... and
1: that wasn't even carolyn's idea that was jam jam's idea
0: <laughs> okay because then they turn around right and then you have carolyn which looks like a w to me and yeah. jam jam has what i would say is an h and turns around and carolyn's like yeah oh this is my h okay
1: was she <laughs> was she well, what else saying? would that be It's not a c or an s so
0: know. Right, a W, but how is this an H? I don't understand. Or how I don't understand.
1: It looks more like a W for sure. But I mean, like the H is vaguely there. But I I did love. Where is the
0: H? Okay. Well, this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if, okay. So for those who can't see us, I'm putting my thumbs together, holding up my fingers vertical, and then uh, making my thumbs a right angle to my hands, and then putting my thumbs together. That, in my mind, could be an H. But what she was doing is a W anyways. Yeah, I funny. mean, her
1: gross motor skills are all already a bit questionable. Right. So her okay. ability to make <laughs> okay, an H good
0: point. Okay. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So then we and we then- have, uh, we have, so Helen uh, flags up that Carolyn is yeah hard to keep under control. She has a lot of emotions, constantly saying the truth. Um, and that she's happy that Sarah, her Sarah and Carson have control. And that she can trust her guts. And so, uh, you know, at this point, you kind of like flag up. I want to just flag up that, you know, like having this much confidence in Survivor and especially in Confessional is is always like a flag. It's like, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, she's kind of overconfident in her plan a bit. And so I'm going to just circle back to last episode. And you see a scene between Helen and Carolyn. And Carolyn walks up to Helen and just says, you know, I'm not really feeling like I'm connecting with anyone or talking with anyone. And Helen's sort of like nodding and just like, yeah, you know, I'm not really talking to people too. And in that moment, like I would have sensed Helen's, we're talking about inauthentic, I would have sensed Helen's inauthenticity from just her body language, the tone in her voice. You know, obviously people are talking. You know, Carolyn is seeing that people are bonding and that she's not a part of it. And for Hel- Helen to, uh, you know, I guess responded the way she did, I could understand from that interaction. I'm sure there was a lot more interaction that are just not, you know, you know, it's a 42 minute episode. I would, I would suspect it's interactions like that. And other ones that we didn't see that Carolyn, you know, held up her wh and that's probably why she didn't feel so good about Helen. And so, you know, obviously it doesn't work out so well for Helen, but, um, this is just one of those moments where you don't want to underestimate any potential relationship that you have in Survivor. And oh, what really? we see Carson do so well is that he's going between Helen and Carolyn, and yes. he's reassuring them. And, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, he's he played, he played the, I don't want to say the middle, but he's playing his relationship so well, whereas oh, wow. Helen, from what we see in her interaction with Carolyn did not manage that relationship so well. And when your tribe is what, five people, it's, you know, you got, you got to have, you got to have a relationship everywhere. So yeah, that's, you know, we'll get to the result later, but so we cut the, we cut to Sarah, Sarah does not have a vote. And so she needs to lock down um, every other vote going in a direction, because if it's a tie, then it would be two, two, right? So we kind of see Sarah just needing to lock down and sort of hone everything on carolyn is what she's hoping
0: i mean good on sarah for not saying that she doesn't have a vote like she literally has zero power in this in this vote but she didn't tell anybody and now that she's through yeah. this tribal she's good to go so i um, good yeah to go. yep. i mean is no, she that, good that to was...
1: go so we'll yeah we'll we'll get to we'll get to it in a bit but uh okay. yeah, no, yeah. Is, is she good to go well, yeah, well we'll we'll see um so yeah we see uh you know carson being he's once again we have these you know, between him and, uh, oh, who was the 19 year old from last season? Um,
0: Not Xander.
1: No, who was the
0: other um, one? That was two seasons ago. Sammy. Sammy.
1: Sammy. So, you know, Sammy, who's who's, uh, 19 and Carson, who's 20. I mean, I think these are just both two outstanding young men. And, uh, you know, we see Carson reaffirming his relationship. And so this is where we see Carolyn falling to the ground Um, and she's thanking him and, and so, of course, but we do, we also see that Carolyn is uh, wary of Carson and saying, you know, he is good with everyone. And I'm very worried about that. And, you know, she is considering yeah. using her idol with that. But that being said, yeah. I, I do think what, you know, Carson is doing everything that he should and like could do and should do as, yep. as someone who's in the game.
0: Yep, I and, totally yeah. agree. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so, but I'm also very happy Carolyn noted. She's like, wait, why the heck would you come with me? when you could just go with them why that makes no sense what's in it for you
1: exactly An alliance and getting further in the game but Mm -hmm. you know it's that it's that insecurity of playing survivor and just like why would this young guy go with you know us older folks and not the Mm -hmm. two younger you know girls so Mm -hmm. and i can see her perspective her worry but ultimately Mm -hmm. um he does he does go that way so spoiler alert again and so I I also love the confessional where he's where uh Carson is just you know talking things through about you know going with either uh Helen or Sarah and then of course uh the chaotic energy of Carolyn and Jam Jam and then you see uh Jam Jam putting on this straw hat as he's saying chaotic <laughs> and I just love that little piece of ev- like editing where it's like you know Jam Jam is just putting on a hat <laughs> <laughs> a straw hat that he made and the editors so have the true. goal to call him you know fighting up his chaoticness by just doing this like innocent sort of like i'm putting on my hat <laughs> so I, I i love that that's good yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and so. then Carson has that good line about he's like talking about the two sides usually the angel wins but sometimes the devil comes out right like he's talking about which side he should go with do you remember that yeah. it was right before commercial I do. break
1: yeah and I don't really know how that fit into the direction that he ultimately goes. Like, did the angel win? Did the devil win? Like, I I'm not. A good point. Yeah, I'm not really. T- yeah, I, I did. I did note that, but I didn't really think about what he meant with how hmm. his vote would eventually go. Yeah. So then we, we yeah we make it to tribal council. Uh, they Ooh. they walk in. Uh, Jeff asks, "What's things like back at camp?" And Jam Jam says. Well, things are, uh, things are tense. Everyone's looking around. Where are you going? Who are you talking to? <laughs> Which I also is probably. Love that in yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: and he's like, Helen has. Ha- you go sorry. ahead. You go. Well, just that jam Jim comes up. He's like, I have radar on. And it's like, you hear footsteps. You're like, who's over there? Who's walking towards me? And he's like, cupping his ears to his head. And, or yeah, sorry, his hands to his ears. And I love yeah. how he was explaining that.
1: Oh, he's so animated. No, I, I, I'm here for jam jam. I, oh man, I, we don't necessarily need 90 minute episodes, but like such a great cast. I, yeah. Uh, so Helen has this really uh, great line about she, you know, the fear is that she thinks that she knows what's going on, but then you talk to someone and they're talking to other people and they, they might actually know what's going on. And you're sort of left wondering, do I really know what's going on? So, and that is that is survivor in a nutshell right there it's like who has what information and who has the right information
0: mm-hmm. and
1: unfortunately like we uh, we'll learn later that helen did not have have uh, the right information to know what's going on so jeff of course talks about tribe strength uh helen flags up that uh they need to you know obviously if they're losing a person tonight so there'll be down two people and Helen sort of uh, flags up that we're going to need four people at least to make the jury. So like we can't we can't get to um, the merge without everyone who is going to be leaving the tribe tonight, which is, you know, a fair point. Like you want as many people as you can to get to the tribe to the, the merge. Um, Sarah is talking about that. We need to divine, redefine tribe strength and what that looks like. And, you know, and, and that's a fair, fair point. I mean, having like brute strength and mental strength and so forth. Um, and Carson saying, well, while we, sometimes we can't necessarily always bo- vote off, uh, based off strategy, we have to consider alliances and we also have to consul- consider, uh, who's being deceptive. Um, so he's
0: to Helen there, maybe, cause uh, I think, I think he is cause it's kind of the seed that he thinks Helen has the idol. He doesn't think, I think that's, I mean, I think we'll see ne- next episode, his reasoning for voting out. And I think it will be tied into him thinking that she has the idol and that she was hard to read and that she was so smart and so strategic. And he knows, I mean, I think Carson thinks he's for sure smarter than Carolyn for sure smarter than jam jam. Um, I don't know his thoughts yet on Sarah, but I think maybe he saw Helen more as an equal and was like, Hey, we're getting rid of her.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know too, if like, what it really came down to there and if it was body language or, maybe other interpersonal interactions that we will get. And who knows, maybe we won't get the after tribal um, uh, footage next episode, but I, I'm I'm kind of curious to know as well. And so we see uh, Carolyn is crying. Helen is comforting her. Um, and and Jam Jam just says, oh, that's just, that's just Carolyn being carrying C- Carolyn, in a good way. <laughs> so, yeah, he like that, you know, yeah. so obviously, you know, Helen uh, and uh, Sarah can't really – uh, do anything about it, but you know you want to note how people are talking about other people. And if I'm, you know, with Jam Jam, and he's sort of reinforcing Carolyn's behavior in a positive way, you know, I would sort of take note to that. But of, totally. of course, at this point, yeah, of, at this point, it's it's far too late because I mean, mm. the deal is already done. But uh, mm. he's he's clearly uh, a fan of of Carolyn, um, or and she or, is, the, yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, Jeff is sort of asking her, like, "Oh, like, why are you crying? You're talking about as if this is the end." And she's like, she affirms, "No, I want to stay." And who is who is working with me? And who's who's talking with me? And so this, I had flashbacks to playing Survivor at home in this in this moment because, um, like, when you're at tribal council and you're sort of, I don't know, for sure in Survivor at home. When you're at tribal council and you're thinking, okay, which way am I really going to vote? And I have to sometimes think, like, who is ta- like who is talking to me? Um, I have little bits of information based off the very quick interactions that I have after the challenges, and I have to cast a vote somewhere. And one of the things that I consider as a player who's played Survivor at home four times is, who is talking to me, and how can I base off my decision of who I'm gonna vote for based off what interaction that we had. Um, And so I completely love that Carolyn flags that up because I related to that as a survivor at home player, like who is talking to me and who is not talking to me. And I remember it was probably the second or first or second tribal council. None of the first timers were talking to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Paula, uh, Steph S and and luke and ryan uh none of them had approached me about anything and so i know i heard that a few of them were talking or throwing my name out there and you know immediately i'm on guard with them but at the same time like it must be true because none of them had talked to me at at all, at all right so
0: <laughs>
1: right anyway i, I right. love you that. identify with so that
0: you you're like carolyn really... you and Carolyn be in an alliance if you were playing survivor <laughs> together you'd be like carolyn <laughs>
1: Not <laughs> your back okay um and so of course then we uh we go to the vote and so i i i at this point i i did note the um
0: the chess pieces
1: yes i don't think yeah, i really so strange did they show that, they show yeah, they, that last yes episode?
0: yes they did okay And it is, so like out of this medieval theme, if that's what we're calling it, or is it a knight theme or is it stone structure theme or sword and shield theme? I mean, I'm curious what the theme is, but yeah, a chess piece, does it originate in medieval times? And then we've never seen this before, right? Chess pieces?
1: Yeah. So I, not that I recall, but I also confess that I'm sort of blind to sort of the The pieces yeah i remember you saying that because no
0: i mean i think in the previous podcast it was i think alex saying that it was like yeah chess represents strategy like you literally have to be so strategic to win a chess game and so i mean it's a good representation of the survivor the game of survivor but it does feel misplaced for me in the voting yeah
1: yeah i i i'm a fan of chess and i i'm happy to see it there but yeah, I would also question they <laughs> have its place there, and not to the degree of like you know Luke, who is so opposed to, you know, having a sword and a shield and probably a chessboard, but I, I I'm I'm probably more okay with it. Um, so yeah, uh, so we see uh, Helen does vote for Carolyn. Every other vote is hidden. Uh, Sarah does not vote, which is secret. So you know she does make it through tribal council without having to reveal that she has no vote.
0: I know. I mean, I'm proud of her for that. I'm like, in my books, I'm like, okay, hold on, girl.
1: Yep. And so the vote is revealed. Carolyn, Helen, Helen, and the second person voted out of
0: third. He said third.
1: Yeah, did he say? Well, I mean, she's the second voted out.
0: I know. Why did he say third? He's
1: like, Jeff, fair enough. I honestly did not pick up on that. And she actually, in her final confessional, uh, her final words also said that she's the third person voted out. yes like, well, you know, you're third person out of the game, but you're not third voted out. Yeah. And so Helen is in fact the third person to leave season 44 of Survivor. Very sad. So yes, so as sad. you said, seeing another another woman leave the game and um you know, we don't, you know, we we do talk a lot about representation in in Survivor these, you know, in this post um pandemic world and just seeing yeah an asian woman leave the game um very very sad uh but and you know what is even more sad for me is just for her what i can relate to is in her final words that she's been dreaming about being on survivor for so long and to just be cut cut short like that like that i i felt that because i you know have obviously i'm a big fan of the show and to to leave at this point of the game it it would be crushing and so I, I really did feel for helen in that moment and um you know i don't know many people who leave in her position if they get invited back but i'm i'm looking forward to an eventual returnee season i would be completely okay if helen did come
0: back great so. yeah no i also was very sad yeah. i mean she was one of the people i had picked to win i maybe did i mention that already because like i listened yeah, I to did. all the okay all the podcasts or whatever of their interviews and the one famous person that she would have come to the island for the uh, family visit or the famous person visit in the interview that i heard of her and her answer was taylor swift i was like okay perfect like you got my <laughs> you got my alliance here i'm a fan yeah. Of oh yeah
1: i uh i did listen to those same interviews and i did not i'm not a swifty so i guess i that did not stick with me but no i, I love that <laughs> No, it's it, that, that that is fun no, yeah swifty.
0: So um, okay, I is, did want to note yeah, oh, just ahead. Sarah's face. Like she was so stone faced. She gave away nothing, I felt like when Helen like got a voted out, even though Helen was her closest alliance member, she was just like stone-faced. Like, okay, yeah, bye, I Helen. know I, I'm not even sad. I'm not even I'm not even gonna reach out to you. I'm not even gonna say anything, it's just like see you later.
1: I love that as well. And so her inability to cast a vote was in her benefit because there were no two Carolyn votes, there was only the one and then the three Helens. And you could maybe assume that Sarah voted for Helen um, and how she would explain that. She'd be like, well, you know, I kind of just picked up the vibe or I like, I would hope that she can somehow parlay that into a move of some sort. But yeah, I guess, I guess we'll see. I guess we will see.
0: Well, we will find out.
1: Yes. And that, Lynette is our, uh, I guess, uh, recap of episode two. So yeah.
0: Wow. What a hard job. I, may I commend Jordan and Andrew for doing this for years and then for Alex and Luke taking the podcast. So, well, last episode, cause that was, I mean, well done, Kel. Thanks for taking us through there.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that's so good. So before we completely oh, okay. sign off uh, why don't we, so I have my Twitter account. So if any listeners out there want to follow my own Twitter account, uh, you give me a follow on Twitter. Kelso, that's K-E-L-S-O, underscore, underscore, eight, six, like the year of my birth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, just literally giving away right Yeah. Now. <laughs>
1: um I tweet about uh, reality TV. I'm also watching Big Brother Canada, The Challenge, um, any yeah. Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race. I-, I love any sort of uh, elimination uh, reality TV programming. Uh and- so- Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, and thank I you. will not give out my personal Twitter account, but I do want to share if you've made it to the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As Andrew Ironside always says at his podcast, that um this wouldn't be possible or wouldn't without the listeners, this is kaput or this doesn't matter. So thank you for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, wow while you wanted to listen to Cal and I break this episode down and I won't give out my personal Twitter account, but I will give you our survivor home account. And I'm saying our, just because I feel like I've been now adopted into this community of survivor at home. And the survivor at home Twitter account is at survivor at home. And if you want to follow survivor at home on Instagram, you can, they throw in some underscores. So it's survivor underscore at underscore home. If you want to follow our Instagram account.
1: Yeah, and honestly, uh, if you did make it to the end, please let me know because I don't know if we're interesting or if we had a, had any good takes. <laughs> Probably not, but uh, just for my hey, own.
0: You had some great takes, Kel. Oh, well, thank
1: you, Lynette. You had some great yes. takes too.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, but yeah, thank you to Andrew for giving us this opportunity. And of course, Jordan for being you. <laughs> no, honestly, what? Jordan does a lot of the summarizing as well. And it's, Ooh, yeah. it's not easy.
0: Yeah, it is but, not uh, easy it is no. not easy
1: so a huge, no. huge amount of appreciation yes but um uh, and,
0: so- and tonight specifically thank you to other luke for being the producer for the evening um and recording and uploading the podcast so tomorrow morning friday am when you're mowing your lawn you can get listen to the podcast because of other luke
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right and with that we're signing off goodbye everyone bye